On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I will discuss how difficult times force us to question the concepts of faith and religion and how this process could give us a better understanding of our lives. Stay tuned. today i'm good i'm good yeah yeah i mean uh, i'm actually even excited for this episode because i've been i've been thinking about it for a while and 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 i um there might be a lot of follow-up conversations and discussions on this particular pro- uh, uh topic so i'm ready so, so what are we actually talking about then I, I think this episode um the way that we labeled it was a crisis of faith right mm-hmm. and i think that in our upbringing uh, faith is is a um, one of the cornerstones of of our social conditioning, right? Faith is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah, so. Definitely. You know, so we're taught about God or or Jesus. Actually, I, I mean, I was taught about Jesus. Well, from our Christian God, background, from I our think Christian from, background, yeah, from when we're in, you know, when you're in like Sunday school and things mm-hmm. like that or whatever. And even when you're not, I think that you're introduced to that by your parents anyways, yeah. you know. But I don't think just just because our background is in Christianity, I know that's all primarily our experience with it. But I think universally we we always are thought, thought or taught about um, this idea of... Of, of something that unifies us as a society, right? Mm-hmm. Either we religion or, or not national identity. But in part, this particular thing is faith, and I believe in something uh, extra supernatural that is beyond our capability, you know? Right. So when we talk about the crisis of faith, the mm-hmm. reason that we decided that we wanted to do this topic is because oftentimes people go through challenging times, difficult mm-hmm. moments, and in those moments... Uh, especially particularly when they're difficult times or you're experiencing maybe loss or uh, loss in different, in a variety of ways. Right. Um, we often, or, and I'll speak for myself. I'll, I'll question my, my faith Mm -hmm. in God. And Mm -hmm. I'm questioning where is this person or thing or element or whatever you want to call it. And and what, what are you doing for me now? You know? And I, I, I experienced this just a few weeks ago where I was like, I don't, I just don't know if I believe in God Correct. because I, I was going through something very difficult and I was like, where are you now when I need you? Correct. Yeah. And so, um, um, I don't want to give too much away for other episodes, but it's, it, it resonated with me when we, we, um, watched uh, a movie in particular. Silence. Yeah. We'll be talking about that. Maybe in the next, in the next episode, we'll talk about silence. And that, and it really resonated with me there because it's, that's, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it, but you know, because you, you question where is God in these moments? Mm-hmm. Right. So can I just move forward and, and just kind of define what a crisis is? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Cause so. I think that's, I think that's the main thing. I think that we, when we go to Christ through, through a crisis, right. And, and this particular crisis of faith, right. Um, it, it's a very existential thing because now we begin to question everything. So when you have a conflicting ideas or something that inv- inv- either invalidates, invalidates or brings to question something that it was somewhat ingrained in you, you have a conflict, right? You yeah. have that, that internal battle of what's truth and what's not. Right. Right. So that's kind of like questioning. Yeah. So it's the questioning and it questions everything that it is about you. So yeah, that's kind of like what we are. Yeah. Okay. So 
A crisis mm-hmm. is an existential challenge that people experience several t- several times, excuse me, throughout their lives. And such experiences will influence people's personality and identity development. And that mm-hmm. is from Eric Erickson, Correct. who is? Uh, Eric Erickson is, is a renowned psychologist, actually started teaching in Montessori schools. Um, but um, he talks about the different transitions in life and the crises that come about in those transitions in life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew about that. So you passed the test. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to give a shout out to my human service instructors. They taught me. Uh, well. <laughs> I got to give a shout out to Amazon for me buying the book. there. So. <laughs> uh, I'll put a link in the description. Do we get, there you go. So. That's actually a good idea to give a link. Cause I think some people would be interested in that. Mm-hmm. So um, sorry. I just hit my microphone. Oh, sure. So um, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So can you just um, take us through, what or expand on what that crisis of faith is and and just kind of elaborate a little bit sure sure so there are moments in our lives right and i could speak for myself so i'll I'll take i'll think about my my personal experiences you know and i remember being a young person and always um uh growing up catholic and always uh doing my confirmation my my communion my confirmation and and understand and being given this idea that that the Holy Spirit works within within you, and you have to live from that point of view, you know. Um, and I was very specific about about they were uh, camp in particular, Ken Mullen, um, when he taught me about um, our confirmation and what the Holy Spirit meant and the idea of power. It's about living from that point, right, in which you influence others by the way that you live your life. That was my personal experience when it came to understanding in religion, and that you have to live it. And you have to live from that point of view. But when you go out in the world, right, and you encounter different types of people um, and people that sometimes say the right things and say, oh, yes, I am this and I'm that. But the, but in reality, don't live by it. And they go at, you know, you and you feel attacked and you feel, you know, beaten down or, and life beats you down and all these things happen to you that you really begin to question, like, what the fuck what the fuck's the point of all this? Mm-hmm. Does it really matter? It's like out you see people that are uh, non-ethical, getting ahead. They don't, they don't mind stepping on other people. They don't mind destroying somebody else's lives. You're seeing this happening in society with people just stealing money from the poor. So you see all these contra- contradicting ideas and it's all these contradicting things. And then you're seeing other people being elevated by being completely opposite of what you would thought. Oh, okay. Right? So what you're saying is that what Ken taught you about living from that perspective or from mm-hmm. that um it basically just living the lifestyle of like, what would Jesus do? Right. Uh, essentially. Kind of, just yeah. to keep it. So being morally, um, mm-hmm. being moral, treating people with respect. Correct. Um, treating others, how you want to be treated. So, you to know, speak. in essence, in essence, um, uh, if you boil down and, and I love this, cause I think I would put it in another episode later on is, you know, the ultimate tenant of Christianity is loving your neighbor as you would thyself. Right. 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 What would you? Yeah. That would that that's the ultimate tenet of, of what a Christian should do, and I've yeah. seen a lot of Christians not do that. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, and that's what I was trying to say. Don't judge. You, you know, you treat others how you want to be treated. Correct. But what you're saying is that your experience, because you were talking about in your my personal, personal experience, yes, that you have witnessed people who 
say that they're Christians, say that they have mm -hmm. um, this religious background, etc., but don't act in the way that you were taught that Christians should live. So, and, not and, even, say, and not to say that I'm a perfect individual and not to say that I'm without any flaws or anything like that. No, right? but whereas you're an honest person, there's people there you've you've experienced people who are dishonest and yes. have have been successful in their careers. I, I get, yeah, in their careers and, and, and in things, in, in, in a lot of things. They've so had advantages. They had advantages. Even though they have not behaved. You know, in a and, and it's not so much only in Christianity. It's like I've seen it in other religions. I, I had a privilege of spending some time with, with a lot of uh, Jewish people and good friends who are Muslims as well. And I've seen it um, when it comes to the, the entire scope of religion. Um, but it's also more than that too. It's like as as we become more advanced, so there's that aspect of like people not living up to the standards of it. You know, um, there's that. Um, but there's also the aspect of the more that we progress in the world and the more that we advance, sci uh, um, scientifically speaking, the 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 more that we discover that. We're just flying in a speck of dust in the middle of nowhere in some deep lost corner of a spiral universe. You begins to question. It's like it's all this stuff reality. You know, it's it's the idea of of. What do you uh, mean by that, though? What do you mean? It, Is all this stuff reality? It, it's 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 faith in in having faith in this supreme being, having having the the doctrine of a religion mm -hmm. really valid? Mm -hmm. Does it really make sense? Mm -hmm. Is there really a God, mm -hmm. you know? And if you are a follower or if you are something like, how come bad things happen to me too? Right? Why, if I'm a devoted individual, if I, if I do my tithing, if I do all this, if I take care of my neighbor, why do I have to bear so much pain? Right? Mm -hmm. What where's the fairness in all that? Well, I would argue then that there's there that people would say, well, the reasons that we go through these difficulties and these challenges are to to overcome these challenges and to be an example for other mm -hmm. people. I'm sure I'm not a person who, you know, has read the Bible from front mm -hmm. to back, but there's passages of things that have been said, you know, that that sort of justify that silence yeah. that you experienced with God. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm and, and, and the thing is that, that what happens is that when you're going through that solitude and when you're going through that darkness, when you go into this crisis is right. All these questions begin to arise. Right. And, and you begin to really questioning, like what, are, what is the origin of all this? Is this really real? Does this really make sense? You mean in terms of religion? In and terms faith of, of religion, God it's like let's okay. say, for instance, you're hearing, uh, you 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 listen to a story, um, in, in in the Bible. You know, let's take for instance the the death and the resurrection of Christ. Okay, right. That's one one big thing. And when you question religion, which I think everybody should do, you start kind of like realizing. And you start studying and going back and looking at it, then you start realizing that that these are not new concepts, right? It's not death and resurrection. It's not only a Christian concept. Mm -hmm. It's actually very pagan. It's very ancient. You know, you hear of heroes dying, um, 
uh, dying and being resurrected. You know, there's a story, for instance, that I saw in the power of Mother Joseph Campbell of a, of a young boy, um, Indian, an Indian boy who was concerned for his dad was getting old and frail and he needed another way to, uh, to, to make, to figure out how to make food and gain food. So a warrior came out of nowhere and then he said, let's, once we fight, if we fight three times and you beat me, you could kill me and ground and bury me. And from there, a new plant will mm. be born, and that's mm-hmm. when corn maize came from, right? Like you, 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 you listen to the story of of Isis and Osiris, you know, death and resurrection, in which you know he was put in the tomb, and then she just came over, and from just hugging him, a new child came about. Mm-hmm. So, like, you start understanding that, you, you know, and I, at least this is what I did, you know. Um, I found the comparative mythology and try to find exactly what was the common thread that was in there. That's what I learned from reading a lot of Joseph Campbell's work. Um, Cause, because these are not the crisis catapults you into investigation. And when you start investigating, you start really seeing that there are common threads amongst all religions that make sense and that are applicable to your life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so Christ dying and the death and the resurrection is, it's you dying mm-hmm. to your other infantile, naive self, which is something that I'm going through at this stage in my life. You know, I think most of my life was very naive about how the work operates. You know, you do your best and you do whatever and you go beyond what you're, you know. Give, uh, give, you give. Give, give, give. You do more than what you get paid for. But again, you start then realizing, well, wait a minute, where is the reciprocity, the reciprocity in that? Because at least for me, it hasn't been the case. Right. Right? Right. And then you start, you die to that, and you are growing to something else. But the, what grows out of it, it's not something that is more callous. It could be more callous, but it's not. It's something that is, it makes you realize, okay, I could give, but I also need to have limits. Boundaries, yeah. You know, I need I need to have boundaries, you know, um, and that's kind of like one of the first que- one of the first questions that that you start kind of like asking, like, what does this stuff really mean? Right. For instance, if I was to, and this is one of the things that I I, I always get when I used to get into like arguments with. I remember I lived in Orlando and there's Lake Eola. It's a lot of people that go in there try to convert others and whatever, and I used to get into these jujitsu conversations with christians in orlando and i you know it's like i you know i don't convert me it's like i don't want to be converted just like just just let me be mm-hmm. right do you just let me be it's okay you live your life and live according to your principles don't, don't shove things down your throat right mm-hmm. so one of the questions that i used to ask them is like what is god mm-hmm. define god so i'm asking you right now define god <laughs> putting me on the spot Mm -hmm. i feel like you know i i I, first of all like i admitted earlier you know in the episode um i've had a lot of difficulties as of late in terms of um really understanding what role god plays in my life Mm -hmm. i have faith you know what i mean but i often feel like what is my faith in Mm -hmm. Because I question that, like, what is God? What is this? Is is it a substance? Is it a, a feeling? Is it a, a what is it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I that's my curiosity is thinking like, am I do I do people who know what God is? 
do they feel differently than I do? Mm-hmm. Do they not feel, do they not have bad thoughts? Do, do they not wish evil on mm-hmm. other people or not evil? That's a bad way to say it, but mm-hmm. you know, negative on other people. Do they, do they not have these feelings and thoughts? And obviously the answer is yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Because many Christians that I have known and been exposed to, and I mean, I was, um, I was attending a Christian church for many years. And when I was going through my divorce and I talked about this many, you know, in a, in a lot, many episodes ago, mm-hmm. when I was going through my divorce, all of them turned their back on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any one single person that was a Christian devout Christian that said mm-hmm. they were Christian. Ha- I none of them were there to support me. Mm-hmm. I was alone and I was in, and at the worst period of my life. Okay. You know what I mean? So when I think about God, I think that personally, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm an extension of God. Okay. And so what that means for me is I don't know what that is, mm-hmm. but I want to, I want to live by values that are meaningful for me mm-hmm. and the values that I have, because I've had to die and resurrect as well. Mm-hmm. The, the values that I have are more grounded in protecting my own well-being. Mm-hmm being able to say no, being able to do things like that, but also be able to give in a manner that people feel like, wow, she's a, she's a good person and she's doing the best that she can and and be an Mm -hmm. example. So all of that to say, I have no idea what God is because Mm -hmm. the truth is, is that, that I'm living by my own values and what I, and what makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. And what makes me feel good is being honest, being forthright, being, um, upfront with people sometimes yep. to a fault. Um, I care about people a lot and I've had to put boundaries on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but more but again, than anything, I don't, I, I, again, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. And, and that's the thing. You just put me on the spot. I'm I know, I know, <laughs> but, but that's the thing. It's like there, there, you, you could ask that question of a lot of different people, right? And a lot of people will quote you Bible verses, right. will call you other things. I am, I am, I Was am. my answer right? Well, but wait, let me get to it. Okay. Let me get to okay. it, you know, because, <laughs> and that's the thing. There is no right answer. Oh, that's the thing. How do we know? I don't know. How do we know? I don't know. And, 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 and who's to say that they really, really know, right? So, like, here's the thing that is interesting about the whole concept of God, right? So, like, element, um, uh, primitive, what they call primitive cultures, right? Before the the uh, the condensation of all gods into one one god, you know, until we became a monolithic, you know, um, religions, um, particularly in the West. Okay. The gods were elemental, the meaning that they were they were the forces of nature. You know, so there were gods of of wind, of, wind, or no, of the earth, sun, water, earth, yeah. lining, you know, yeah. the ocean, uh, uh, gods of like uh, our human impulses, you know, Aphrodite mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. they were very elemental yeah. when it came to things. And that's primarily the, um, the religions that the, the past religions that we inherited from the Greeks, um, e- even a lot of the, um, the the Eastern religions of India and um, um um, they were they were really elemental gods, you know. So when you're thinking about that that aspect, you know, you have a consolidation of one god with all these different things, right? It still doesn't answer the question of what is God. Right. Yet there are people out there that are certain, a hundred percent certain that they know what it is. It's a male oh, yeah. somewhere in the sky, and this and that, right? 
and 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 to arrive at such a drastic conclusion, right? Without really forethought, without thinking, and without questioning it, I think it's a fallacy, right? Because we still don't know what it is, and we're still exploring, and we're still trying to really grasp ourselves into that idea, mm-hmm. right? So now, this is one thing that I do remember sitting. I remember this, right? And I'm not going to call that what a religion it was or whatever. But I remember sitting next to a lady. And after I fin- after, after this experience, I actually went down to my journal and I wrote this down, right? And this lady said to me, you are not this blank religion, so you won't understand. Right? And it pops into my head. Mm-hmm. This idea. Oh, shit. Competitive advantage. Right. Because there is a psychological competitive advantage to know that I am this and I belong to this and other people are not. So, for example, you don't have to call out the religion. Just no, no, use no. Another just let, let's let's just, just any religion, just so blank, put I any am, religion in there. I could be I could be Hindu. I could be Muslim. I could be Christian. I could be Jewish. But the other person that is not that doesn't understand, doesn't understand because I understand what God is. Well, I would say that, you know, I, I've had people say that, well, you know, when you're a Christian, you understand these things or, mm-hmm. well, you, you know, when us Christians have this or they understand, I don't, I don't. And, and the reason why example. I bring that up is because if God is all powerful, if God is all knowing and if God is everything and anything, how could you separate mm. his, your, your people? Mm-hmm. How could you say that one group or this group or that group is better than the other? How could you say that? The only reason what I would say is a competitive advantage. I'll give you an example, right? And this is a lot. When you start looking into things and you start really like investigating and, and questioning, because that is what a crisis does. A crisis, it's an opportunity to question things, right? Mm-hmm. The rise of Christianity. You know how the rise of Christianity came about? No. No? So... Emperor Constantine, when the Roman Empire was breaking apart, right? And he saw, you know, the fragmentation of the empire and everything that was happening, had a dream, allegedly, you know, in which he saw the cross and he saw this. So then he decided to make Christianity the religion of the Roman Empire, right? So there was a council that was convened to figure out and pick and choose which verses of the Bible, which, which, which books of the Bible were the ones that were going to go in the Bible, Mm -hmm. you know? But the idea was, was it really to spread the word? (laughs) This is the interesting fact, right? Was it really to spread the word, uh, spread the word or was it a political maneuver to unify a group? And it worked Mm -hmm. because from there we have popes and we have, the rise of Christianity in the West and a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? So it, it was used as a competitive tool to unionize things, you know? And, and, and it's ironic enough that when you see a rise of, a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of an empire, it's somewhat aligned with a rise of, of a religion that goes in this because it's a unifying tool. Mm-hmm. It unifies people. Okay, so then, how does that? What does that have to do with the Christian or the crisis of faith? Because you have to understand the reasons why those things happen, right? And how it applies to you as an individual, 
right? It's just it, it, the, the unification of a group. It's not a bad thing in and of itself. It, that's not what I'm, ref- I'm alluding to. But you have to understand that if you in your individual life are questioning God promises that I'm this child or I'm, um, I, 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 but, and I'm going through these times and I don't know what I'm doing and I feel lost and I feel confused and I don't see anything that's happening. It's not your fault. And it's not the faith that's the issue. It's the understanding of what it means. Mm-hmm. Right? It's looking at the information of the Bible and looking at all this stuff I've re- as really stories of human development. Mm-hmm. The death and the resurrection. Right? My favorite story in the Bible, my by far, is the Jesus spending 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. Mm-hmm. By far. Because as an individual, I could relate to that. Not looking at it as like, oh my God, that is some that is that is somewhat something that shouldn't be done. That wow, how can he do that? And in reality, it's the same thing that the Buddha did. It's the same thing that Muhammad did. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Muhammad went into a, a cave and meditated and meditated and meditated and meditated until he got inspired, and the Quran was written. The Buddha went into the in, into the into the Bodhi tree and meditated and meditated. They were tempted. Right, three almost three the same the same type of temptations. Right, the the lost power of the world, lost uh, um um uh you know turned uh, turned the food into bread. Uh, you are God. You could you could turn ar- the food into. Bread? I mean, take the take uh, turn the rocks into bread. So you have the same the same similar to sexual the sexual the the the, the physical sensations yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> so you are tempted, and the reason why I like that story and the idea of the and again wrapping it together the crisis what it does is that it brings about questioning that you should question your religion as to how you read in it how you interpret it how it relates to you and how it relates to your society, mm-hmm. right? So for you is about transforming yourself, dying to your always, mm-hmm. and being born to a new version of who you are, who you could potentially be mm-hmm. as a human species, as a human being in this world. How, you know? how, what, are the, what is a benefit for somebody to do that, though? What, what would... You evolve. Mm-hmm. I, you ch- I know what the benefits are, but I'm saying for people who are listening mm-hmm. or watching... Some people might look at that as like, come on, man, really? We got to go through all that to figure, for what? You know, God mm-hmm. is God. You know, like, how, what's the buy-in for that? I mean, the thing is, it's like, go on and just keep living if you want to. Just believe in your God and do whatever you want. The problem that you're seeing right now is that you have a fragmented world, mm-hmm. right? And people believe in their own ideas of 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 their own reality, Right. And still, after all this time, we still are tribal by nature. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that's not going to serve us in the near future. It's just not. It's not going to serve the individual and it's not going to serve the tribe because we're not evolving. You know, we're holding on to things without truly understanding what they mean. What we're holding on to. What we're holding on to. And why. And why we're holding on to. We have to question things. You know, any blockage, any crisis when you have, particularly when it comes to faith, you have to question it and ask the questions. And a lot of people say, I see a person, either a pastor or a priest, a rabbi, you know, and they look at this person as the figure of authority. They know everything. Mm -hmm. No, you need to question what they mean. 
But what about for the for the person who? And I'm just asking you a lot of questions because I'm trying to no, no, you know no. solicit. Um, and I know that I'm rambling on. No, but no, it's no. Just, I, you're making sense. I get I it. You're know. what you're basically saying is, r- rather than taking somebody's word for it, mm-hmm. own it, discover it, look into it further, and when you're while you're going through a crisis. You know, d- I'm, apply those things when you're going through a crisis, mm-hmm. and and question these things, and and take the time to sort of figure these things out on your own, and come up with a conclusion of your own, right? Yeah, like have your own identity, so to speak. Yeah, and again, it's like religions, faith. They give us a set a set set of values, mm-hmm. right? And, and 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 those values, if if you investigate them. And if you if you probe probe them out and you see it, they're 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 legitimate values. However, they're not your values. Mm-hmm. They'll be given to you. And if you don't question those, then you can't really understand their validity. And you can't really understand uh, what they mean. So like, you need to create your own values. You need to go through the process right. of confronting the crisis right. Which and is questioning. What I was- Saying at the beginning of this, mm-hmm. when I, when you asked me what is God, you know, mm-hmm. it's I think that when you when you die to that your old self and you start to sort of um, reinvent yourself or or question things, yeah. then you start to create your own values while you do that. For example, the you know it's silly, but creating boundaries, yeah. when to say no, when to say yes, you mm-hmm. know, who to be nice to, who to kind of back off from, yeah. et cetera. And, because, right? and, and again, at the end of it all, right, if you really think about it and you want to like, you know, God is really an idea more than anything. Mm-hmm. It's a concept, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about what science is doing right now in regards to answering, like, where do we come from? Where does the universe come from? Mm-hmm. It's a question that is like, there's no answer to it. Right. And to say that it's this or that it's that right now without having enough evidence to say that, mm-hmm. we don't know, right? right? But there is a concept. If you look at the concept itself, is that there is something. We don't know what it is. And there's a point of reference from which everything started. Did somebody create it? We don't know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. We know that the universe is expanding, that it's made of different elements, that this and that, the oldest stuff happens, that if you have a certain configuration, lives happens. But the origin of it all, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? And for anyone, I mean, if you really think about it, because that's what we do know right now. We don't know if the big bang was something that an entity did was a self risen, we don't know. Nobody knows the answer to that. Right. So if nobody knows the answer to that, how come people are saying that we know the answers? Nobody else does because we're chosen. I mean, think about that. That's preposterous. Yeah, but that's a whole nother episode. No, I understand that, right? I, I get that. I get I get I get that that's a completely different episode. Right. Well, I'm just trying to get at what 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 is the point that you're making with that when it comes to the crisis of faith? When it comes so, to this. So so the more that we question, mm-hmm. right? And we see and we test values and we test those things that are given to us, mm-hmm. then we begin to actually say, "Okay, I could use this in my life." Okay. And there's things that I can use in my life. For instance, 
one of my favorite people in the entire history of literature, religions, is Christ. Mm-hmm. As an individual, if you look at Christ just as an individual, right? Forget about let's you know, forget about the 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 poetry, which is what I called, right? Uh, of this God idea, right? How he lived, how accepting he was of anybody and anything, right? There is no greater example of what a person should be like than Christ, right? But Christ is also an idea that should be happening within individuals, right? And But the question is, am I strong enough to be spat on, to have people spit on my face? You know, I don't know if I could do that. To just to take that. But think about the level of love, the level of acceptance of anybody. Right? Rich, poor, prostitutes, anybody that was the ill-casted during that time, he accepted and loved. Right? Now, I don't see that in our culture, in reality, not even from Christians. And I, yeah, I'm calling out Christians because, you know, that's my, my background. But do you see that? That, that level of acceptance that that man did, mm-hmm. you know? So, but you could question the institution of it Right, because I personally question the institution that's been created about the around the ideas, but I don't question those ideas. Or, 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 or I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. I don't I, I, the institution I question. Mm-hmm. What Christ did, I do not. Okay, and how he lived his life, just how he's lived, how he lived his life. Forget about. I mean, look past the metaphor of the death and the resurrection because that's something that needs to happen in us. We need to go in that desert, right? That forty nights, the forty days and forty nights in that desert. Does that start crisis of pushing yourself to really see what life is all about? That it is beyond the your own personal gain. That it is beyond because we are part of a whole of a whole. And that's what that symbolism and the metaphorical meaning of those 40 nights and 40 days are, to find that essence without in, in you. And the death of resurrection is the metaphorical reference of things that you have to die for. Like I said, me dying to being naive and being this person um, to come up with something else, mm-hmm. you know? And if that's not happening in you, then you're not using that crisis for the right thing. With- but I think it's it's having that knowledge and, and understanding that, you know, I am human, I'm imperfect, and that I have this opportunity to do mm-hmm. this, you know what I mean? And being and having a sort of a lens of or a perspective of gratitude that I have this opportunity as, as long as you're open. I think that mm-hmm. it could be life changing. And that's evolution. Mm-hmm. And that's how we evolve as individuals. Yeah, and that's course. how we evolve as as a race, mm-hmm. as a collective, mm-hmm. you know, to going into that. And then coming back with something else. So to recap this episode, here are the three things that we can do to take advantage of a crisis for our personal development. Okay. Okay. Number one, follow the questions. When doubt creeps in, creeps in, excuse me, investigate it. So for me, it was like looking at historical 
uh, perspectives, right? I mean, particularly the way the work of Joseph Campbell and the power of myth and all the work that we, he did on comparative uh, religion that actually helped me out a lot at understanding the metaphorical reference for all these stories. You know, it gave clarity and understanding to like my life and my own individual quest. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. You should put some links for some of Campbell's work. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number two, stay open minded. Life is complex, but there are a lot of common denominators. Mm -hmm. And and, and that's true. I mean, the common denominator is that we need to evolve and evolution doesn't only happen physically. It's not just passing our our genes (laughs) and and procreate. Right. Right. That's that's one aspect. That's a very that's an elemental aspect of, of biology and nature. But it's also in the way that 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 we evolve as individuals and consequently in the way that we impact our immediate surroundings the people that we interact with uh, our society our world mm-hmm. you know it's it's evolving um in those in those things but the first point has to happen with the individual right that's the main thing okay mm-hmm. good good and number three do not become bitter it's easy to become angry and hateful towards values that no longer serve you Avoid this at all costs. Not doing this will poison you. Yeah. Not avoiding it will poison you. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that I've I've been struggling with within the last couple of years of my life. Mm-hmm. I've, things have happened to me mm-hmm. is how do I maintain that perspective of loving my neighbor and letting go of anger um, and not holding things in my heart to understand that this that the obstacles, the challenges are all part of really helping me transform as an individual to develop exactly and and as i move forward and i do we do things like this and my work and all that stuff that we're living from a different perspective and hopefully bringing more joy into the world bringing a little bit more light making others feel comfortable about pursuing their own evolution and their own process and their own quest okay yeah that's good We hope you enjoyed this video. Comment below with your thoughts and additional ideas. And remember to stay connected by sharing and subscribing.